Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by freelance journalist Scott Buchholz. Hello. How are you? Thank you so much for joining us. I think a lot of us have been seen on the news about Burning Man and the Burning Man Festival. It's in its 35th year, but this year kind of turned out slightly different to any other one, hasn't it? It has. It's absolutely Mother Nature, climate change, whoever you want to blame, (laughs) the man. It has absolutely become the biggest headline of where 73,000 people all of a sudden were stranded in the middle of a rainstorm Mm -hmm. and mud ensued. So it was meant to run from the 27th of August to the 4th of September. When did it all start to go wrong? Everything on Saturday when... Um, for some reason, event organizers never were given a uh, heads up from meteorologists, local media in Reno uh, about the potential for flash flooding. And, you know, in Ireland, um, just recently they had uh, up in Donegal, the flash floods there. Cork seems to see at least twice a year the flash flooding. That's literally what type of heavy rains that came in to the area and this is an old you know lake bed that's dried up um and and so all of a sudden that water that just came in and inundated everything because you are in the middle of a desert when you go out here for anyone that doesn't know what burning man is what exactly is it because that that kind of is is relevant to it yeah so burning man is is a festival um not the way Europeans look at a festival where it's all you know coming together with specific music into it. This is just one that came in that does have entertainers and big names now there. But it used to be kind of that hippie um, culture of you know sticking it to the man and being able to come there with burdens of life and things. And it, you're burning it away. It's gone. It, you're letting it go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moving forward, you know, on on with life. Um, and so it's just, it's evolved from that um, where, you know, a couple of thousand showed up and here this year again, 73,000. This becomes its own micro city over the Labor Day weekend in Nevada. Um, and it's just uh, an incredible event that keeps growing. So obviously it's in the middle of a desert, mixed out with rain. And it wasn't just mud, but it was cement-like um material, I suppose, that it was generating, wasn't it? Yeah, so in this, within the lake beds and that area of Nevada, because it was an old lake bed, the soil is going to be more Mm clay-like, which is exactly the same thing down in in Oklahoma. That's why homes are built only at one level. They don't have basements into it. It's because the clay, you know, the soil is too clay-like. And that's exactly what happened. This rain came in and just absolutely took the soil and made it into that heavy, heavy clay that just sticks to everywhere. The other thing is that it's alkaline soil. Mm -hmm. So that means that when you're walking about, if you're on it barefoot, you're at risk from getting chemical burns. Now do that where you're walking barefoot in the mud and the water, everything, you're still at risk of getting those chemical burns on it. And that's why during the, the, the flooding and the, and the sheer panic that set in is that there's also that little bit of a health risk that came with it. What then happened to the thousands of people who were already there when the floods came? 
mass panic, to, you know, but yet in a calm way, because this um, really, you know, people that wanted out of there took, tried to get out as quickly as they could. Otherwise, it was trying to get to the higher ground, sitting on top of cars. And they were, you know, if they were intense, they were trying to find somebody who would allow them into a camper. And it is a very communal event out there. And um, so that's the nice part. You know, it's just that event organizers then were concerned that, you know, they couldn't get rescue people in to help anybody, as well as the porta potties, mm-hmm. uh, porta loos, and all that, you know, had been damaged. So it just meant that there was going to be all this. Um, Waste. No, you know, we, well, yeah. knock down a fact of things, whether the toilets didn't work, the running water that's out there for people, you know, to be able to have access to being able to have food, mm-hmm. all of those things that you need for survival when you're just going kind of out on a camping trip mm-hmm. <laughs> at any festival. All of a sudden, those are the things that became risk of, okay, we don't have these. What are people going to do? It seems like absolute chaos, but luckily today it looked like they were starting to be able to move out. They they actually started uh, on, on on late Monday, okay. being able to to move out. And there's only one road in, mm. so that means one road out. And that as of this morning, they still were at a four to twelve hour wait. To get out of there, that one road was over six lanes of different vehicles that are just rolling along. The event organizers tried to tell people to stagger, and they're still mm-hmm. putting this warning out as of now, to stagger out your time of departing by at least three hours. Wow. Because they had 64,000 people on Monday that were, all right, we're going to try and get out of here. Mm. The remaining people, you know, were staying because they're still um, tonight going to be the burning of the heart. Um, and so those things, you know, people that are diehards will stay for that final um, symbolic uh, burning that um, normally would have taken place on, on, on you know, Sunday and Monday. Mm. That's usually the images that we get to see in the newspapers over here. We get those images. We wouldn't really hear an awful lot about the festival itself. Yeah, the actual burning of the man took place on Monday, delayed Mm. again because of of everything that happened. Mm. And that would have taken place on Sunday originally. And so, yes, that is where you see the big wooden structure of the man and whatever their theme is that's around it. And they're just burning you know, because it's, you know, a way of cleansing. Mm-hmm. Is it likely that they're going to put anything in place for festivals going forward, do you think? Do you know what? I think it's too soon mm-hmm. to turn around and, and, and see what new precautions yeah. that they actually will put in place or emergency plan. Um, because, again, they're going to have to find out where that failure of communication came that nobody was told on site mm-hmm. that, you know, hey, we're in a flash flood warning. Everybody needs to, you know, take cover, do whatever you need to get to higher ground in this area. Why that level of communication never got to the event organizers and to the 73,000 people that were out there. Mm, so there'll have to be a discussion, no doubt. 
Oh, there's yes. The <laughs> state of Nevada and the local county that where this takes place, everybody on the multiple levels there of government are going to be looking into this so that an emergency plan of action for any future Burning Man events will have a flash flood event and, you know, what they can do uh, to better, you know, protect people. Mm-hmm. Scott, freelance journalist, thank you so much for chatting to us. You're very welcome.